Hello, and thanks for joining us today for the Education Doctor radio program brought to you by Compass Education Strategies. I'm Dr. Pamela Ellis, Principal Consultant at Compass, where our mantra is Access, Thrive, Graduate. You can learn more about our firm at www.compasseducationstrategies.com. Thanks to all of my listeners today. I appreciate you taking the time um, to listen to this program. It's been great fun to hear from you and just see how well-received the show has been. If you're listening to the archive of this program, I also want to thank you for listening in. The phone lines are now open, and for those of you who would like to ask a question, you may dial 714-333-3356. Our switchboard is in Southern California, but I am broadcasting the Education Doctor radio show live from Dayton, Ohio. You may also email us at radio at compasseducationstrategies.com. Today's show will focus on scholarships for college. Now, there are a number of scholarships for high school that we will discuss in another show, but today we'll focus on those that students are seeking for college. College college scholarships have been getting a lot of attention lately as college costs are continuing to rise. We hear a lot in the news about the rising cost of tuition. For example, at Williams College in Massachusetts, which which is a great great college, um, tuition and fees are just over $41,000 a year. Now, when you add in room and board, that's an additional $11,000. So we're talking $52,000 a year for tuition and fees, room and board. Now, those are some really big numbers, and I refer to these numbers as the sticker price. So similar to the prices that you see on a new shiny car, that's the sticker price. The great news is that most families don't, pay the sticker price. There are a number of ways that that price is reduced or discounted uh, for students who are attending. There are federal grants or awards. There's merit aid from the colleges. And also there are what I refer to as corporate scholarships. And these corporate scholarships are awarded to students for their artistic ability, their written talents, their oratorical skills, sports accomplishments, or just because in some cases. Um, And what makes them so special is they go wherever the student goes. And so students can use these awards to defray their expenses at any college or university in the country. In today's program, I have joining me on the show Dr. Stephen Jones of SAJ Publishing and Villanova's College of Engineering. Dr. Jones has written a book on scholarships, and he's going to be sharing with us today more about what he has found um, in the work that he has done to, to support so many students around the country. Now, I'm going to take a quick break here to make sure that you have our call-in number, which is 714-333-3356. 
And again, you can email us at radio at compasseducationstrategies.com. I will get Dr. Jones on the phone, and we will continue talking. Just one moment. So this is the Education Doctor Radio Show brought to you by Compass Education Strategies. We are back now to talk about college scholarships, how to find them, how to apply for them. And our guest today is Dr. Stephen Jones of SAJ Publishing and Villanova's College of Engineering. Dr. Jones, are you on the line? Yes, I am. I'm happy okay. to be with you. Great. Great. Well, thank you for being with us today. So welcome to the Education Doctor Radio Show. We're delighted uh, to have you on the show. Um, Dr. Jones, if we can just kind of start by hearing a little bit more about your book, kind of how you got started with writing this book on scholarships. Well, thank you so much uh, again for having me. I, really, I've been working with college students for the last uh, 28 years and uh, kind of looking at the different challenges that students face. Uh, I first started off writing a book for the students, which was a study skills book called The Seven Secrets of How to Study. And uh, then I went on to write a second book uh, for the parents called The Parents' Ultimate Education Guide. And as I started talking to parents and students, they both said a common, they both talked about a common issue, finding money for college. And so I decided I would write a book called The Ultimate Scholarship Guide to provide different resources on how to write scholarship letters and how to interview. And I have over 100 scholarship websites in the book to help students and parents find money for college. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that you had said earlier on in your introduction was just about the challenges that students have in finding scholarships. What What did you learn were some of those challenges, some common themes or issues that students had in terms of finding scholarships? Well, I, I think one of the, the common challenges of finding scholarship is that today the great aspect of having the Internet is that there is a lot of information out there and how do you sort the information so that you get to the the kinds of scholarships that apply specifically to you. And so just having a system for um, identifying them and then going after them is really the key to any student's success with with, um, the number of them that are out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I find it interesting that you mentioned that you had started with writing a book about study skills because when you talk about having a system for applying to scholarships and meeting those deadlines, that pretty much sounds like a study skills <laughs> plan to me in some way. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, time management is really critical uh, in mm-hmm. every aspect of a student's life, and this is just one more component. I, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. And so what's, um, what would you say to students as far as when to get started uh, with this applica- this scholarship search? When, when should they well, get started with that? Yeah, I, the the greatest thing that they can do is start as early as possible. So when you come into high school, that's the time to begin to look up the scholarships, to begin to put together, I would say, almost like a little library of information about scholarships. The 
the worst thing that a student can do is wait until their senior year to start looking for scholarships because they're so busy and tied up during that time that it can easily get on the back burner. So the important thing is to look at that ninth, 10th grade years as gathering years and then 11th grade years as the application years where you're actually getting applications out to various scholarships and also using that summer before senior year to get out a lot of information about the scholarships that, you know, the applications that are due, the essays that are due, getting that all done uh, and out there. Okay. Okay, great. Now, the other thing that you had mentioned that I wanted to kind of build on a little bit more is just, you know, talking about what it looks like starting in those early years. Now, have you found in your work that there were any categories uh, of scholarships that were more prevalent? Like, were they mostly uh, sports-related scholarships, or were they scholarships that required writing skills? What did you see in terms of kind of the broad swath of categories across the different scholarships that are out there? Well, and that's the very exciting thing about scholarships, and that's that it's all over the place. Uh, there are writing scholarships. There are scholarships for people who are left-handed. There are scholarships for people who like art. There are scholarships for people who are in the sciences, you know, science, uh, technology, engineering, math. There's there's uh, a broad range of scholarships that are available for those who are interested in international studies. Um, there's There's just an ongoing list of their fraternities and sororities that offer scholarships. There's organizations. There's companies that offer scholarships based on your specific major that you've selected for college. So uh, maybe you've selected business as your major and an accounting firm might be interested in in having you, or it could be a pharmaceutical firm that has a specific scholarship. And one of the things I do tell students is to make sure you talk with your parents and relatives and ask them if they have scholarships that are offered through their company because that's a a great place to apply uh, for, for funding. Mhm. Okay, good. Good, good. I'm going to take just a, another quick break here in case okay. there are any that want to join us on the line. The number again is 714-333-3356 or you can email us a question at radio at compasseducationstrategies.com. So Dr. Jones, you're going to hold on for a moment with us, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Just one moment. So we're back now with the Education Doctor Radio Show, talking with Dr. Stephen Jones about college scholarships. Um, Before the break, we had started talking about some strategies um, around the scholarship search, and I want to just recap those. One of them that we talked about certainly was starting the search earlier, so starting as a freshman or a sophomore um, doing the research on the types of scholarships that are available out there. And then secondly, getting a system uh, in place or setting a calendar, if you will, for applying uh, for scholarships. Uh, Is there any other strategy you would add to that list or two there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With that that calendar, it's... uh, 
the follow-up is really critical because you can have the calendar and have your name and your date listed, but if you don't follow up and do the things that you decided uh, are important to identify those scholarships, then you'll you know you won't um, make any progress. So I think it's really important to have a specific time of the week where you actually ha- are committed to doing the research, to doing the follow-up, mm-hmm. to making the phone calls, um, all the things that are necessary to get the application in. Because a lot of times, the other thing is, some of these scholarships request a recommendation from a teacher. And you just can't go up to a teacher and say, okay, I need the recommendation next week, because <laughs> they're wow. really, really busy. So you have to have sufficient time for them to actually go out and uh, and write that letter for you. So you want to you know, really have uh, have a timeline for each one that you're going to apply for. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, I would add to that is thank you letters, um, sending yes. thank you letters to your teachers or to others who have assisted you in any way in applying uh, for that scholarship would be really important to do. So the system that you have, that calendar that that you put together is about applying, applying on time, following up with getting all of the information that you need uh, to present a strong application, and then sending out thank you letters as well um, to those who have assisted you in the process. So I want to ask you know ask another question that I had uh, related to what we were talking about before the break. You had mentioned about all the different websites that are out there, and I you know in my own research get overwhelmed with all the data that's out there. Is there one website or maybe one or two websites that you think of as a good starting site? for students to go to um, just to kind of dabble a little bit in terms of seeing what the possibilities are that are out there? Well, there's uh, yeah, there are two. One is um, www.fastweb.com, and they actually fill out some information, and based on that criteria, they are able to then identify scholarships that specifically belong to them. Uh, and also one of the things that they can do is go to the College Board, I think it's collegeboard.org, has a scholarship segment in in it as well um, that they can go to, and that will, you know, they College Board is connected with the SAT and the GRE and all that, so they're always gathering information about, you know, that will help students to go to college and to be successful. Mm-hmm. And um, then also they can get, you know, I have a scholarship book on my website. I guess I should mention that, uh, mm-hmm. which is yeah, um, yeah, study skills, the, the number two, the letter U dot com. So it's study skills to you dot com, and they can go there and actually order the book uh, that has over a hundred scholarship websites there. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. You know, one other thing too that you mentioned before, Dr. Jones is about talking with your parents um, about opportunities that they may have, you know, with their employer or maybe even organizations that they're involved in. So perhaps mm-hmm. uh, their fraternity or sorority or even if they're involved in the Optimist Club or Rotary, um, right, perhaps those right. organizations have um, scholarships that, you know, students can apply to through those. 
how else would you say is a way that parents can support their children with this whole scholarship search and applying for scholarships? Well, I think that parents can also reach out to their connections in the community. They can reach out to uh, people on their job to let them know that they're looking for scholarships. That way you kind of you get a uh, number of people that are helping you to look and identify those resources. You may find some people on your on your job as a parent who actually have won scholarships, and they could point you to it specifically. So that's saving you time because that parent has had success with going after those scholarships. So that would be uh, a good way to kind of cut down on some of the time but have advocates that are you know, experiencing that whole going through uh, the identification of scholarships, and, and mm-hmm. they are helping you, and, and everyone wins. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, what what would you say just in terms of um, the whole renewal process? Because I know that, you know, some some scholarships that are out there are just one-time only scholarships, but mm-hmm. there are some scholarships that can be renewed on a regular basis. Um, what would you say to students about, you know, kind of how to organize for that or be ready for that? Yeah, uh, there's there are scholarships. Usually they have a standard. They might say, that you had to have a 2.5 or a 3.0 GPA to continue with the scholarship. So students need to be aware of that, you know, what are the standards that are required to maintain that scholarship and uh, make sure that they're keeping their academics in the right place so they can be eligible the next time it, is around, it comes around. Um, usually the, uh, the foundation will say to you that you had to resubmit an application or they'll give you a date by which you must submit uh, additional materials like your last um, record from, you know, your grades. They might want to see that, and then, you know, by doing that, they're able to give you the additional scholarships. So just knowing those requirements is really, really important once you've received it. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, I did get an email question in um, that I'm going to ask a little bit later, but I want to take a quick break here to make sure that uh, our listeners have our dial-in number, which is 714-333-3356, or you can email us at radio at compasseducationstrategies.com. We'll be back in just a few more seconds with Dr. Jones to talk about scholarships. Just one moment. So we're now back with the Education Doctor Radio Show, talking with Dr. Stephen Jones about college scholarships. Dr. Jones, you know, we haven't really talked as much about um, state-level scholarships. I know you're there in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, What can you share with us in terms of state-level scholarships? I know that there are scholarships, available in every state. Um, so for residents um, of California who may be listening to the show or Illinois or, or Ohio or Florida even, there are specific um, scholarships that are available to students that reside there. Um, are there any special scholarships that you have in your state? Well, what, what we do is uh, the Department of Education in Pennsylvania offers uh, scholarships 
and you, students can go to their websites to see the different kinds of programs that they um, have in place. I know one specific one that they have for Pennsylvania's, or well, there are two of them. One is a technology scholarship. They're trying to encourage more students to get into STEM fields, science, technology, engineering, and math fields, and they get a $3,000 scholarship. For each year that they get that $3,000 scholarship, they're required to work in the state of Pennsylvania. So that's how that one works. And then there's also a nursing scholarship where they provide funding for nurses to encourage more students to go into nursing. But I'm sure that there are you know, several um, scholarships that are out there on their website that they can apply uh, for. Um, and then, like you said, they can go to their own states and talk to their go to the website for their Department of Education and find out what's available. And then also... At the federal level, the U.S. Department of Education um, offers scholarships and information on their website. Okay. Now, for that scholarship for Pennsylvania, do you have to attend college in Pennsylvania as well? You said you have to work there, like work there after graduation? Yes, that's that's the requirement. Um, I would imagine that, and I don't have the guidelines in front of me, I would imagine that would be for... Pennsylvania residents, in other words, students who are here in Pennsylvania, who are in college in Pennsylvania, <laughs> because what is happening is they're putting together a pool of Pennsylvania tax dollars, and they want to, you know, basically justify that they're distributing it to students within the state. Mm, that, okay. That's what I imagine that it, that's. But again, the student could go to the, their website and find out a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, really good, really good. Um, we had a um, question that was emailed in, and this is kind of a tough one here. This is uh, from Daryl in Memphis. He says, uh, I'm a senior who has already applied to my colleges, and I'm worried about paying for college. What can I do now to find scholarships? So, oh well, that's. Uh, I assume yeah, that Daryl hasn't question. been look, wasn't looking for scholarships back <laughs> when he was a freshman or sophomore or junior even. Right. And right. so we want to yeah. find out from you uh, what can we share with Daryl about what to do now. And this will apply to all the other class of 2011 seniors out there who are scurrying around to think about scholarships now. The deadlines for college applications are pretty much done. So what are they what can they do now about scholarships and finding those? Well that that again, one of the points of my book is that there's ninety, you know, million dollars in scholarships, but half of that money goes back every year because not enough students are applying. So I would say that he should continue to do research and talk with his counselors at his school call the colleges that he's applied to and ask them if there are any specific scholarships that he can um, can go after at those schools. They don't automatically always include you in the list, but you can specifically ask them and you know they'll send you maybe a list of the things that you can apply for. So don't feel um, like you're totally out of it, but be willing to work in order to, to get some results at this time. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And I don't know, I think it's a little, maybe a little premature to contact the schools if he hasn't gotten any letter of admission just yet, but certainly uh, once he gets that letter of of admission, 
to a college or university, I think it's pretty safe to start, you know, talking with them more about the awards that they have available. Uh, and in the meantime, he can certainly scour their website uh, and other information that they have uh, because so much of the um, monies that are out there um, does come from the colleges. And so really following up with each one that he's been admitted to will go a long way in terms of securing additional funds um, that he is seeking. Uh, we're almost out of time, and um, Dr. Jones, I was going to see if there was, you know, any other points that you wanted to follow up um, with as far as just kind of a, a closing note um, to leave with our students about scholarships and that. Well, the one one application, yeah. Mm -hmm. The one point that you made earlier was. Um, the thank you letter, and I just wanted to make the point that the benefit of that is that you then get people who are appreciative of the fact that you send them a thank you letter and may then be advocates to help you find more scholarships. So don't think of it as additional work. Think of it as a way to form a relationship with someone who may then advocate for you to get more money, and it's it's worth that investment additional time. And that should be built into the time that you search for your scholarships. And um, so I think that that's important. The other thing I wanted to, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the students can go you know, to my website to contact me, um, yes, which is studyskills2u.com. Um, mm -hmm. Also, they can they can call me, um, yep. and that number six six ten Okay. Very good. Well, thank you very much, um, Dr. Jones. This wraps up our show today, the Education Doctor Radio Show. We had on today Dr. Stephen Jones of SAJ Publishing and Villanova's College of Engineering. You can find him online at Study Skills, the number two, the letter U, dot com. And we have some great shows coming up for you on the Education Doctor Radio. We'll continue to bring you information that's both strategic and practical for educational success. Please, please like my page on Facebook at The Education Doctor, where you can get show updates and relevant education news throughout the week. Um, the Education Doctor program is brought to you by Compass Education Strategies. You may visit our website at compasseducationstrategies.com. Thank you so much for joining us. And until we meet again, access, thrive, graduate. <laughs>